Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning. Is it a good morning? Is it? Is it really a good morning, everybody? Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. This is your Broncos helpline. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle, Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there's an auction for government fleet vehicles and equipment featuring trucks, SUVs, sedans, storage containers, implements, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Don't forget that auction is open right now. Week after week, Bruce, we have said, is this rock bottom? Is this rock bottom? As you and I talked about walking into the show today, I don't think I don't think they can go any further down. I think they have hit rock bottom. Well, if they uh if the Bears had gotten a tush push, this would be about as bad as you can get. You would be at this point 0 and five coming off a butt kicking at the hands of your former head coach. Uh, the whole nine yards. It wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination uh, yesterday. I think it was, I mean, when you give up 70, that's got to be the low point of the season. But hitting rock bottom, okay, I'll give you that. It has everything to do with what Sean Payton said. Sure. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino and Blackhawk. I'll just throw it out there. The Jets rallied around Nathaniel Hackett. Robert Sala named Hackett a team captain on Friday. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of a coach being named a team captain. Could you imagine if Hackett would have trotted out there for the coin flip? CJ Uzoma said right before the game. Their coach made it personal. I hope, um, you know, Dion didn't trademark that. Where now, you know, Uzoma could be in trouble. Right. Yeah. He said their coach made it personal. Well, blank him. Blank them. Let's go win this blank for Nathaniel Hackett. And they did. All of it referring to Peyton saying about Hackett in July. Might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. By the way, Hackett got a game ball. Yeah. After the game, is starting one and four to go with an 0 and three record at home to the Raiders, Commanders, and Jets. The worst coaching job, meaning Hackett's team wasn't one and four. They did not start 0 and three. He was not a good head coach. We can all agree he is a great guy. But when you look at the opening five games for Hackett, and the opening five games for Peyton, that's over a quarter of the season. My money says Peyton has gotten off to not only a worse start, a far worse start. You are winless. Hackett has more home wins this year, has more wins in Denver than Peyton does. Yes, he has gotten off to a worse start. Let me answer your question with another. Would you rather have Nathaniel Hackett as your head coach or Sean Payton as your head coach? I would absolutely rather have Sean Payton. I know. But with that, what concerns me is, 
and talent is certainly an issue on mm. this roster. Yeah. Sean Payton doesn't inspire anyone. They are not rallying around him. And you and I talked about it on the way in. Generally speaking, you don't rally around the person who fired the yeah, gun. Yeah, you don't rally around the aggressor. You rally around, you rally around the person who got shot. But the truth is, this kind of reminds me a little bit of what happened with John Fox in the Super Bowl mm. in the Meadowlands. He did not anticipate. He did not anticipate all those Seahawks fans being in New Jersey. He didn't practice for crowd noise. He just figured, ah, eh, it's going to be a neutral crowd. First snap, bang, ball over Peyton Manning's head. My point is, is that Peyton did not anticipate clearly the emotion the Jets were going to come in with. But more importantly, why would anyone on that roster, outside of Troutman and Lutz, and guys who played for him in New Orleans. Man hurts, et cetera. Manners. Yeah, right. Why would they rally around Sean Payton? I could tell you, I can't see George Payton rallying around George or a Sean Payton or the PR staff rallying around him or Damani Leach rallying around him. I don't know what he's like in the locker room, but it's as if it never happened. And the Jets walked onto the field, certainly with emotion, Granted, the Broncos scored on their opening drive again, which is a whole nother story. And for the third straight time, led at halftime at home in a game they ended up losing. And oh, by the way, Sean Payton, the brilliant offensive coordinator, has proven once again, he knows how to coach this team on script. But when they're off script, the first 15, 20 plays, it's as if they're playing football for the first time. Awful in the third period. I mean, as you talk about rock bottom for the offense, that was rock bottom. Five three and outs, six straight possessions that didn't produce a first down, one of which ended up with a ridiculous reverse double reverse. Well, it's one of the worst calls I've ever seen, considering Sauce Gardner had just gone out of the game. And you're calling a run play? Well, and 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 you're beating them at the point of attack. You don't, I, I don't know. I mean. It's right up there with the Noah Fant reverse to start the <laughs> career for who? Which I can't even remember. There's so many guys who've been fired. That was Vic. Oh, jeez. That was Vic. That was that was one of the best of all time. Although yesterday was, was pretty bad. So anyway, yeah, I mean. You're right. That was a game that the Broncos could have won. I mean. You know what Sal said after the game, which was not true. He said, we could have run up the score. No, on Come no, on, Robert. No. Listen. You're not that much better, Robert. No, I hate to tell you. You're no. not that much better. Both of you sucked in the red zone. Right. Neither team was good in the red zone. Um, but if the Broncos produce touchdowns in the red zone. Right. With a first and five from the first and goal from the five and a second and goal from the five. The, the complexion of that game is very different. But, you know, you give up 23 points in the second half. You do nothing in the third quarter. And and, and Russ, rever- and, and Russ, look, I've been, I've propped Russ through the first four weeks of the season because I think he's earned it. Yeah. He wasn't good yesterday. No. 
And the worst play was the last play. Yeah, okay, you're skirting trouble and you're moving outside the pocket, but at that point, you're down, your distance and your and where you are, just throw the damn ball out, out of don't don't try to run the ball and make a play. Just throw it because you've got to throw the ball downfield to get into field goal range right. anyway at that point. Right. Be smarter than that. With that, after the game, oh, the Jets organization had to take their shot. Sure. They tweeted out a picture of Kevin James playing Sean Payton in the movie Home Team, then added the caption, when you lose to the offseason champs. How do you think Payton is viewed around the country right now? Well, I think people have better things to do than worry about it, but... Well, I'm talking about all the sports talk radio on television. I'm sure that there's... I don't mean I don't mean I the guy in Nebraska. Little, I think there's a little joy, probably, to see... I, I, I'm an, I, I said it last night on TV. I was glad for Nathaniel Hackett. As am I. I was glad for Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. I, I, he didn't deserve what he got. Right. And... And, and, you know, and, and um, revenge is a dish best curved, best served cold. He de- he delivered it. The Jets delivered it. The Broncos were playing at home. They had no pushback when they could have pushed back and, and won a football game. Uh, Sean Payton, I think, is a big boy. Um, he bet and he, he better be able to handle this. He's got to know that he brought this upon himself. No one else brought it on him. So Yes, that's not true. Two lattes did. Well I blame no one. I no one. But I, the lattes I, are dangerous. Wait, you gotta I thought, be careful. I thought it was two lattes. No, I know, but I, I said no one as in a person a, a person on the other end. You know what? I think this is what I think you need to do. I think you need to walk into your news meeting today. Which I'd never go to. I think you need to go today. Okay. And I think you need to find out who made and served the lattes to Sean Payton, which cost the Broncos this loss. So <laughs> we can pin it on somebody other than Sean Payton. All right. Okay. You need to just get it all out. Really, you should just because because Sean Payton deserves it this morning. He does. He does. Now what is accomplished, at least by my way of piling on at this point, not much, because to me, the question is, where do you go from here? Let me tell You've you You've already something. put yourself in a bad situation. Listen. How are you going to get out of it? I know you think I've been critical, and to be honest, I'm not chasing the story. The story's coming to me, and let me explain. Sean Payton is the head coach. Mm-hmm. First game, lost to a Broncos former head coach and a bad team, Josh McDaniel. Then in the second game, lost to a quarterback who was making his first career road start and a Broncos former defensive coordinator in Jack Del Rio. Then in the third game, besides giving up 70 points, they lost to a Broncos former head coach in Vic Fangio and a former Broncos ball boy who wasn't even interviewed. And then... Yesterday, they lost to the coup de grace, the grand poobah of embarrassments, Nathaniel Hackett, the worst coach 
in the history of the NFL. One of the worst coaching jobs is the quote. One of the worst. One of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. One of the worst coaching jobs, and we can parse we can parse it however we want to. One of the worst coaching jobs is one of the worst coaches. Okay. Because the truth, truth be told, one of the worst coaching jobs, uh, you'd be circling in Ejer Evero on that, and that's not true. He is one of the worst head coaches in. NFL history, according to Sean Payton. Those aren't his exact words. That's exactly what he meant. And, oh, by the way, we can go through this roster. Is Russell Wilson better this year than he was last year? Yes. Is the running game better this year than it was last year? Yes. Is the offensive line better this year than it was last year? Yes. Are the wide receivers better this year than they were last year? They're not using the right ones, but yes. Okay. Tight end position is a wash. Wash. Okay. Probably not quite as good. Safeties. Same guys? Same guys. Okay. Uh, Pat Sertan, he's still there. Pretty good. Pretty much outside of K1 Williams. Pretty much the same cornerbacks? Yep. Okay. Josie Jewell. Singleton. Same inside linebackers? Yep. Oh, isn't that interesting? Outside linebackers. They did lose Bradley Chubb. Don't have Baron Browning. I got news for you. Through five games, Nick Benito's better than all of them. Yeah. Okay. So they have a pretty good outside linebacker there. They've already gotten rid of Gregory. Jonathan Cooper has been pretty good. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you had to take right now. Zach Allen got a sack yesterday. Right. Right. I mean, so when you have Cooper and Benito, are we really saying Browning and Chubb we're really that much better. No, but uh, it is interesting, and I'm and I leave it to everyone's own interpretation. They've been really pretty bad defensively since the since Brad since they traded traded Chubb. Right. I mean, bad. Bradley Chubb was good at setting the edge. He did set the edge. Now, so but I'm not going to give him too much credit. Yeah, but. They uh, save for one game against the Raiders. Right. They have been they were bad the last three games of the regular season defensively last year. Regular season. Hell, the only season they've played in the last eight years has been the regular season. The bottom line is the talent <coughs> the talent drop off on defense hasn't been significant. It's been slight. Yeah, the personnel is basically the same. So you can make the case that Sean Payton's roster overall Pretty similar better, or better. Yep. Similar or better than last yep. year. And one team is one and four, losing three games at home to three teams that are not going to make the playoffs, giving up a 70 burger, and then getting the ultimate humiliation, watching the bully get punched in the face. And by the way, that's with another former coach on your staff. So this has all happened with you've got all these former coaches that have kicked your ass and you still have one of your former head coaches still on staff. It's been which guy DJ. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. DJ's on staff. It was hacking so, against VJ. Yeah, Wasn't mean, that hilarious? Yeah. I mean, so you have, so you have a connection with each and every right, game. Right. Del Rio's a little bit of a reach, but, but for the purposes of yes. what we're talking about, it's okay. Coming up after the break. Are the Broncos going to make a bunch of deals at the trade deadline? Or let's spin it differently. Does Vance Joseph make it to the trade deadline? That's next. I'm lost. 
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, auction for government fleet vehicles and equipment featuring SUVs, sedans, Storage containers, implements, trailers, and more. The auction is open right now. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you are looking for new siding, new windows, there's only one company that I can highly recommend. That is Paramount Siding and Windows. It's a family-owned business. Over 400 five-star Google reviews. I've worked with them in the past, and this is what I love about them. Their integrity is through the roof. I thought I needed two windows. Scott came over and he said, no, it just needs a slight fix. I'm thinking I'm in for a couple of windows and I didn't have to pay anything. How many companies, A, would come out to just fix two windows? Pretty much nobody. Secondly, oh, when when they walk into somebody's house, I'm talking about most companies, they are seeing dollar signs. How am I going to get paid? That's not how Paramount Siding and Windows works. Go to ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. I don't think we need to go through every stat of this game because, quite frankly, we are way past that. This is a bigger picture conversation this morning. But I will mention the Jets ran for 234 yards. On 7.3 yards per carry. 755 rushing yards they have given up over the last three games. This is the third worst three-game tally for any team over the last 40 years. They just seem to be setting dubious record after dubious record. It's the worst stretch in their team's history. With that, we have the trade deadline coming up on Halloween. Or, I should say, the anniversary of my bar mitzvah. Do you think Vance Joseph makes it past the trade deadline? With the Chiefs on the schedule twice. It is. That one's problematic. (laughs) There you go. That that one's a little dicey. Yeah, that one's a little hard for me to really see a path forward at this point. Uh, Teams are just absolutely gashing them. The the, the irony is that the, the Chiefs aren't that kind of team, but they may end up being. They generally don't run, line up and run the ball at you. You know, they let Mahomes do Mahomes-like things because they've got Travis Swift and uh, all Tra- that. Did you just say Travis Swift? Oh, wait, did I slip? I'm sorry. Did you Travis, just... Travis Kelsey. Did I'm you mean sorry, to sorry. say that? 
No, I didn't mean to say that. Because that is hilarious. Yes, it's hilarious you because have, I thought of it. You should have said, Travis Swift, that is a... You should have said, you yes, I meant let, to say You should have let it go so it could great. have permeated. Even, wow. even Danny got a little chuckle out of it. Well, Danny's usually laughing at us. <laughs> and done he, enough shows And with he's him. right to be doing it, right. quite frankly. Look, at this point, at this point, you better be battening up the hatches. And if you're on the coaching staff, players, managers, I don't care. Sean Payton is going to run this thing with an iron fist. You can say anything that you want about where we are five games into the season, and it is being said. And you know what? But it's up to him now to get this thing figured out. Surely, surely, Getting your ass beaten the same way every single week is not palatable to Sean Payton. What that means and who will be out and who will stay in remains to be seen, but I would not want to be Vance Joseph getting ready to face the Chiefs two of the next three weeks. You asked me at the top of the show, after all the stuff and all the talk about Hackett, getting a game ball, being named a team captain. I got to tell you, it kind of reminds me of like Little League Baseball where Hackett got an orange slice after the game. Usually it's the players. A a little bit. Okay. A a little bit. Yeah, it was a little hilarious. It was, yeah. With that, you said, well, Eric, then who would you rather have as your head coach? I'd rather have Sean Payton. But here's the difference. And I'll ask you. And it doesn't, the answer does not have to be 100%. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wait a minute. You're giving me a little wiggle room? I'm giving you all the wiggle room you want. All right, let's go. I will give you all the wiggle room you want because even if you say 1%, it's a problem. That's why I'm giving you all the room you want. Does it look like the Broncos have quit on Sean Payton? Mm, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say 100%. I wouldn't say 50. But does it look like at times? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Cortland Sutton wasn't engaged yesterday. Either was Jerry Judy. And I know he caught some passes. Yeah, he did. By the way, how many passes did Marvin Mims catch? He caught one. Yeah. He was targeted for one. He got four yards on it. He did. I think Judy got seven. No, no, Judy actually had over 40. Judy actually had had 50. He had 50. Yeah, and he had seven targets. By the way, I will tell you this just from information that I've learned recently. Mm The Broncos really cannot get Jerry Judy out of that wide receiver room fast enough. Yeah, the problem with yeah, he comes at a price though. What 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 when you've got a guy on a fifth year option and it's a, and it's worth eighteen million. Did you hear, did you hear how I said it? Yeah, I did. The, the The Broncos cannot get Jerry Judy out of the wide receiver room fast enough. That has nothing to do with Sean Payton or George Payton. Has nothing to do with Greg Penner or anybody else on offense. Has to do with Jerry Judy. It has to do with Jerry Judy and the guys in the wide receiver room. Yeah, I would say if there's an issue, that's where it would be right now. I mean, they they have an issue on the defensive end, stopping the run. There's all kinds of issues, but from a standpoint of guys that might not be pulling all in the same direction. I, I think that the receiving room is, and I think that there are guys that are. I think Brandon Johnson. I think Marvin Mims, and 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 really, Eric. At this point, what do you lose from just saying the hell with it 
All right, you guys are you guys are getting the you guys are getting the targets from this point. They're one in five or one in four. No, one in five. They're, they'll be one in five this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Not Sunday. Well, they're looking at one in seven or two and six at the absolute best at the at the bye week, right? Yeah, right. So, if if that's how bad you are, what's the point of of holding on to? whether they're disgruntled or not, receivers that aren't separating, aren't doing their I job. I don't think the guys in the room want him in there. Am I clear enough? Yes. How's that? Yes. I don't think many of the guys in that room mm-hmm. want him in that room anymore. Right. Kind of like when Garrett Bowles started, those guys could not get Garrett out of the offensive right. line room. Garrett isn't viewed that way anymore. No. Jerry Judy is. And if Jerry Judy wants to walk up to me at practice, I'll just stand there and take his grief and say, "Okay, okay, yeah, you're you're in denial, but okay." I, I mean, I think Jerry probably wants a change of scenery at this. Jerry point. Judy wants his catches. Yes, that's what he wants. Sure, and I think to him, winning is secondary. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I mean, he and Cortland Sutton have been. Corlin, Corlin's been worse. Underwhelming is an insult to whelming. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Because of the vibe in that room, don't let that stink get onto Marvin Mims. Yeah, but don't, because right now, although, man, that fumble, ugh, that's two weeks in a row now. Come yep. on, Marvin. You're my guy. You know, I got to be able to depend on you. Yep. And, um, but, uh, no, you're absolutely right. You've got two guys in McLaughlin and Marvin Mims that can be part of the answer right now. Now, what does the answer mean? Five wins? Six wins? I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you see them right now. Right. But we'll see. Coming up after the break, trade deadline is on Halloween. Broncos have three more games to maybe turn it around. Ooh. Two against the Chiefs. Are you expecting a fire sale of epic proportions? Mm. Who do you think the Broncos will try to trade? Is anyone off limits? And are there certain guys on this roster you would like to see be traded to a winner? Kind of like you did with Nolan Arenado. That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auction Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Leave the uh, music up, Danny, just for a second. On Wednesday, there's a government auction for fleet vehicles and equipment featuring trucks, SUVs, sedans, storage containers, implements, trailers, and more. Auction is open right now. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. I know Danny knows the name of the song, as do I, because uh, Danny picked out the song. Would you like to know what the name of the song is unless you know it already? No. Go. Pick I mean, up the yeah, p- yeah, of course I want to know it. Why wouldn't I? 
pick up the pieces. Great. How appropriate. I like it. Well done, Danny. Nice. Alex is no longer going to be part of the show, which means you have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning every morning. That'll be news to Alex, who's expected to be in here tomorrow. Right. Well, he's, he's got to step up his pick up the pieces game. I think he does a pretty good job. He does a great job. He does a pretty good job hitting the music with themes. He does. He does. Time now for What's Trending. (laughs) What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Both of these topics can be gotten to either in this show or later in the week. Tell me where you would like to start. The trade deadline, or what the hell is Greg Penner thinking right now? Wow. Yeah, I I think... Where would you like to start? How about the trade deadline? Okay. With that, it is on Halloween. This is not going to turn around. This is going to be a fire sale. Would you use the term epic proportions? I don't know if I'll go epic, but I think you've you've got to make... You've got to make enough moves to improve the capital that you are going to be picking with in the next draft. This is as important a draft as this team has had in a while because they have a full complement of picks. No, they don't. They don't have their second-round pick this year. Okay. That's a big pick. Okay, but they've got most of their picks. They haven't They haven't had a first-round pick in, what, three years now? Well, I guess they, had, they, they traded for one. But anyway... I, they they need to draft well because they have great need now. I, it's fairly clear to me that you've got to change the core of your talent group. It, in, it, yeah, you just have to. These are the Broncos' picks. First-round pick, third-round pick, fourth, fifth, and seventh. That's what they, oh, I believe they picked up, oh, with the Randy Gregory trade, Mm -hmm. they lost their seventh and have a sixth. Yeah. I believe. That is correct. So they don't have a, so they don't have a full compliment. They're missing a second. Not a full compliment. With that. More than they've had. Who's off limits? I just don't see trading a Hall of Famer and. You're talking about. Pat Sertan. Oh, there's only one. Two. I mean, there are three guys who are off limits. Oh, okay. I well, I'm talking about. Are there three Hall of Famers? Because I got no, one no, for you. That's no, Pat Sertan. No. Okay. Uh, off limits is Marvin Mims. Mm-hmm. Off limits. You ready for this? A guy who's undrafted, Jaleel McLaughlin. All three of those guys are off limits. All three. All right. Okay. But that's it. That's it. No. I'm thinking about that. They're not going to trade Jaleel McLaughlin who's getting paid like $15 a game. Yeah. I mean, why would you do that? Correct. Um, no. Yeah, I would think that those are guys that would probably be hanging around. I mean, yeah. guys who are on the block in no particular order, Garrett Bowles, Frank Clark, Justin Simmons. I think Frank Clark will be gone before he may be one of the first ones out. And he, and he has made quite the impact. Yeah, I mean, but you can still get something for him for a team that wants some kind of outside edge pressure. So who else besides those guys I named? Uh, Can you trade? I think you listen to just about anything. Right. The question becomes, how much value do other teams see in players that you have on the roster? And, oh, by the way, 
I know you want to wait until you get the best possible deal. Mm -mm. I get that. But here's the thing. Let's say you get a couple of fifths instead of getting a third and the fourth that you may want. Take those fifths and then just move up in the draft. And and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Compile here as much as you possibly right, can. Right. Compile. Go go for quantity. Yes. Go you, for quantity you, picks. You want you want quality. I understand mm-hmm. that everybody does. Uh, Jerry Judy for sure. Cortland Sutton for sure. Judy, I think you'd be fortunate to get a third for him. That, that's where yes. I think there are fans out there that think they're going to get a second. If they oh, do, no. that is no, a no 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 no. That is a gift of gifts. But the guy that I would like to see traded, I want him to be traded because I look at him like Nolan Arenado. I want to see Justin Simmons traded to a contender. Yep. He has earned it. I want to see it. And clearly, I don't want him traded. I want to see it more for Justin Simmons than I do the Denver Broncos because the dude has only been as good as you can be an all-pro face of the franchise he's become that hasn't he yeah the face of the franchise a guy that's never too busy to not make a difference out in the community a guy that is a tremendous ambassador for the broncos a guy with a social awareness and consciousness to use his position and platform in a positive reinforcing way i mean the guy's absolutely fantastic i'm gonna ask you an arbitrary Trivia question. Hmm. And you being a Red Sox fan, you might know the answer to this because I am talking about a Yankee. And there's only one reason why I know this answer. Can you tell me the years Don Mattingly played? Will he play, well, the specific years that he played? S- specific years that Don Mattingly played. 80... 80... Four through 81 or 82 to 92, 93, something like in that area. I don't know. Okay. Here's the reason why I am bringing it up. Because Don Mattingly's career, mm-hmm. in some ways, mirrors, at least at the front end. That's a fair comparison. Justin Simmons' career. Okay. Don Mattingly started his career in 1982. He retired in 1995. Didn't he, miss by much, did I? He started in 1982, the year before the Yankees won a World Series. Yep. He retired in 1995, the year after the Yankees won a World Series. All Don Mattingly knew was not winning a title. For all the years he was there, Justin Simmons got there in 2016, the year before the Broncos won a title. And believe me, if he gets traded, I am not suggesting right. for one minute the uh, Broncos are going to be winning a Super Bowl in 2024. No. But at least at the front end, that mirrors. Great player who has been a great uh, citizen, a great teammate, deserves the chance to be on a competitive football team. I just hope there is yep, a I agree. I just hope that there is a team out there that needs a safety and he gets to go there. Yeah. Because I look at him, even though safety is not as valued, I look at him like a Jalen Ramsey to the Rams. 
a final piece, potentially, shoring up that back end. <laughs> well, he'd be, he would help any football team. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? The NHL regular season starts tomorrow. The Avs start on Wednesday, and NHL.com put out their top 50 players in the league right now. We'll go through that list. Also, MLB playoffs rolling on tonight with a pair of NLDS games. That's all next right here on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. I'll make a bet with you. Now, you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. On Wednesday, there is an auction for government fleet vehicles and equipment featuring trucks, SUVs, sedans, storage containers, implements, trailers, and more. The auction is open right now. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, MLB playoffs tonight, a pair of NLDS games. We got the Phillies at the Braves. That's game two, 407 on TBS. Philly is up 1-0 in that series. Mm. And the Diamondbacks, ahead of the Dodgers, one game. Mm. They play game two, 707 on TBS. Yesterday, the Rangers went up 2-0 on the Orioles. The Twins tied their series with the Astros at one. Thoughts on the MLB postseason thus far? has been fantastic because you've got new faces in different places. I think, and without a dog in the fight, Red Sox are not part of this thing. Um, I, I'm all for the Minnesota Twins. The Texas Rangers, Baltimore Orioles, you can take your pick there. Um, Phillies and Braves, our buddy Andrew Mason was gripping a little bit yesterday. Not happy. <laughs> not happy yesterday in the press box about his Braves in game one that's incumbent upon them to even this series out. Remember, it's a best of five series now. So I think this has been... And by the way, how about Pablo Lopez? This is our low-hanging Rockies fruit. Right. So you know, Danny, uh, you haven't done the show with us for a long time. I was told that uh, the Marlins were willing to trade Pablo Lopez to the Rockies for... Brendan Rodgers. And they turned it down. Guy was only seven innings of six-hit shutout baseball yesterday 
to win his second game in the playoffs his for ERA, the Minnesota Twins. His ERA is .71. What is that? .71? I know. Is I know, that even an ERA? I know people who have, who have bro- blown a breathalyzer higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Twins beat the Astros, and anybody that beats the Astros to me, I'm all for. Bang the drum slowly. Yes. Or garbage can. Yeah, either one. Just in case you missed it, we are in the heat of football season, but NHL season is here tomorrow. They are getting started. NHL.com ranked the top 50 players in the NHL right now. Three Avalanche players in the top 10. So we've got at 10, Miko Rantanen, 9, Sidney Crosby, 8, Nikita Kucherov, 7, Austin Matthews, 6, Matthew Kachuk, 5, David Pasternak, 4, Kale McCarr, 3, Leon Dreisaitl, 2, Nathan McKinnon, and 1, Connor McDavid. So two Edmonton Oilers up there in the top three. Which team is under more pressure to make a deep playoff run? Colorado with three top 10 players or Edmonton? With two of the top three. It's without question Edmonton. No question. They've, They've got won. Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl and McDavid. Oh my God. For the last however many years have been two of the top three players in the league. And they haven't even been, they haven't been to a final, have they? Nope. To any, to, I mean, they haven't nope. been to a, have they been to a Western final? I don't think they've been to a Western final. Wait. They certainly haven't been to a Stanley Cup when final. The, when, when the Avs won the. Was that it? Was that the Western final? Yeah, when the, when oh, okay. the Avs won All the right. Cup, didn't. Edmonton. That's right. They swept them, right? Right. Okay. So that yeah. was in the Western Final. Kind of like the Lakers got okay. swept. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's uh, us saying that in the media, not anyone on the Nuggets team or in the organization saying that. Right. Right. As some Lakers fans think is the case. No. The, M- Michael Malone didn't say that he is the Lakers' daddy. No. It's Vic who said it. Right. And I it's think a great Vic, line. I think Vic should stand center court game one of the season and look at the Lakers bench and say, hey, that guy over there, he's your daddy. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be in the stands giving Lakers fans the business a little bit. With a ring on. Absolutely. Good for for them all. Just in case you missed it, Monday night football between the Packers and Raiders in Las Vegas this evening. The Raiders are two-point favorites, total 45 and a half. I know you guys might not care about that, but some listeners might. Well, some degenerate gamblers might, too, who bring it up on sure, a show. Sure. That's live. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Who do you like, Eric? Packers. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Packers. Danny, what about you? I mean, I'm never going to root for the Raiders to win. No. But, uh... Well, that's I don't really have a, I don't really have a lot it. of faith in either one of these uh, teams. Okay. I haven't decided what I'm betting yet. I'm going to listen to everyone talk Jordan about it today Love, and decide. It, Jordan Love, I think, has thrown, and I don't have it in front of me. I think it's eight touchdowns and two intercepts. He's been actually he's been good. He's been okay. Yeah, he's been pretty good. So, um, by the like, by, the, like the, Packers by the way, anybody who cares, it's a rematch of the second Super Bowl. Just yes. thought I'd throw that in there. Right. Wanted to get some historical context. Bart Starr and Daryl LaMonica. Well done. Were your two. And you remember that game? Actually, yes. I know you do. I remember the first one. Of course you do. I really do. And I was only. You're 65. Yeah, so how. Do you know anybody who's 55? You are. Today. You know anybody who's 55 today? You're 56 tomorrow or. I'm 55 today. You're 55 today. Yes. Thank thank you guys for remembering my birthday. Really appreciate it. Danny, what else? Huh? When's mine? I actually have it on my calendar. No, stop it. I do. Well, happy birthday. Hold on. Wait. I actually have it. I do have it on my calendar. I wrote it down. I don't know it off the top of my head. No, no. Hold on. Here. 
We're, we're going to play a game. I'm going to show you my calendar. Oh, God. What, what, day, what day is your birthday? Tell me. Uh, I don't know what day of the week it is. No, what day? Oh, you're trying to... Uh, July 24th. July 24th. Let's see. Hold on. Let me go back in time. July 24th. Do I have it on there? Let's see. Hold on. Uh, that's probably next year. Oh, there you go. Hold on. Well, no, I probably forgot it this year. No, and continue to forget it because I'm at the age now where you don't celebrate it. I'm a double nickel, and you are one six short of being Damien from The Omen. That was my... Wow. How do you like that? (laughs) Wow. Little historical reference. By the way, The Omen does not get enough credit. For being what? For being a... just. I was an Omen is scarier than The Exorcist guy. I thought The Omen rooted in the Bible was just about as scary as you could get. Plus, Gregory Peck was in it. I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with Gregory Peck. With The Omen, you don't get a lot of visual. With The Exorcist, you you get the visual. Yeah. And who enjoyed a nice bowl of green pea soup after that movie? Yeah, everything in The Omen was implied, and it was just so incredibly creepy. Are you going to go see the sequel to The Exorcist? Nope, nope don't care. Danny, are you going to go see the sequel to The Exorcist? I don't like scary movies. Either do I. Really? One of my daughters, Madison, loves scary movies. We really? Were, yeah, we were home one night, just the two of us hanging out. Like, what movie do you want to watch? And it's like Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Son of Chucky. And I'm like, oh, And God. you couldn't sit through it? And I, and I said, I'll watch whatever you want, but this is, this is going to be a tough go for the next oh, two hours. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, anyway. Oh, well, so well, it goes. I love her, so I, I sat through good it for like effort. five minutes, and then we changed it to something else. Well, good. All right, that was Mount High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, if you're looking to redesign your kitchen, they can help you. Best appliances out there, they can help you. Something to fit your budget, they can help you. Big box stores, they can't help you, really, with any of those things. Mount High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville. Littleton, you can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, have the Broncos officially hit rock bottom? And the reason why I'm asking that question is, do you see anything on the schedule moving forward that makes you believe rock bottom is coming? That's next. 